in New Haven, just talking, or just saying. What's the name of this? Just saying, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm just saying, baby. Take two. Take two. This is Becca in New Haven, just saying. I'm Tom Becca. I'm McGraw Mill Haven. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Again, it's, you're not doing your radio show. They, they, oh, yeah, they, I they, they can do this podcast. It's three in the afternoon. Well, good afternoon, then, for those right. listening in the afternoon. Okay, so um, I got to ask you. Yes. What do you think about uh, what went down last week as far as uh, the Republicans and McCarthy and uh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen now with a Republican-controlled Congress? Well, uh, I was riveted by it. I I loved every second. Oh, it I, was fascinating. I could watch. not turn it off. I agree with you there, yeah. And you know what? I, I In some ways, I applaud the Gang of 20. Um, I think they did a lot of things that I'm in favor of. I don't think you should be able to just vote up and down on a bill. I think they should be allowed to add amendments. I think the process should be more open so that everybody has an opportunity and it shouldn't be just so dictatorial from the Speaker of the House down. I think those are good changes. Um, you know, there's some talk about that. I, we don't know all the changes that were, were made. Um, they're also saying that the, the Denny Hastert rule, which is one, don't fondle little boys as a wrestling coach. That's one of the Denny Hastert rules. <laughs> That'll leave, uh, oh, what's his face, Jim Jordan out, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the other Hassert rule is the majority of the majority, right, which has sort of tripped him up in the, the, the past, which actually helps Democrats. So I don't apparently they did that, too. But I'm all for those types of things. And I, 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 I so in that regard, I think it was good. Um, I think I, I we don't really know. We'll have to wait and see how it all plays out. But I, I applaud them for holding out for for some of those things that that um, to sort of change the makeup of the house. I don't disagree with you because there's some things in that that I agree with too. Some things in there that I like. My fear, though, my fear is that they're going to spend too much time worrying about Hunter Biden's laptop or or this thing right now with the, with the Joe Biden and his top secret documents. Do not get me wrong; how anybody can just not know they have top secret documents just blows my mind. I'm sorry, you know. I mean, how? How can you be entrusted with top secret documents and just put them somewhere and have somebody else pack them up and store them in a in a closet in Pennsylvania? That just blows my mind that that can happen. Well, but, it's not like yeah, it's like where did I leave my keys? Oh, yeah. where did I leave the nuclear launch codes? I know, I know. Yeah. It just, it just. How do you do that? But uh, having said that, you cannot compare what happened with Joe Biden to what uh, happened with Donald Trump. And too many of these uh, Republicans are trying to compare the two, you know. Uh, well, are you finished? Can I can I respond? Um, yes, you may respond. I here's my take on that whole thing. Well, hold on. Get back to the um, to the to the House thing. Y- you were making a point about the House thing before you went off on. on oh, Biden's my, my, my thing about the House thing is that is that I do agree that some of the things that they're uh, that they decided on is good. You know, I mean, I do think you know. Waiting 72 hours to vote on a bill? That makes a lot right. of sense. Makes right. a lot of sense. But then again, you know, then again, I mean, uh, the first thing they pass is uh, getting rid of these 87,000 IRS agents. And it's not 87,000 IRS agents, but it sounds good in the uh, campaign finance when you're when you're trying to raise funds. Uh, you know, I'm not well, so sure I mean, that's they, a good thing. I, I, I'm not so sure they understand how Congress works. Just because the House passes it doesn't mean it's actually a bill. 
They should go back and watch Schoolhouse Rock because that's not the way it works. I agree with you, but my fear is that they're going to be doing too much just to stick it to the libs and not enough to actually solve problems and move forward. You know, I think they're going to spend time worrying about, you know, Joe Biden's top secrets versus Don uh, versus um, uh, Donald Trump's top secret documents. We'll spend too much time worrying about Hunter Biden's laptop. Spend too much time worrying about where, you know, um, you know, getting rid of uh, vaccines and all that sort of stuff uh, and not actually solve problems that we really have in this country and try to, uh, uh, you know, work with the Democrats to move forward. Well, what I think is insane, right, um, is, you know, this whole Hunter Biden laptop, whatever, you know, go down a rabbit hole and, you know, why don't you go back and, you know, dig up more information on Benghazi while you're at it. Um, yeah. Uh, right, 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 right after you repeal and replace Obamacare. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, but they they run on they're not going to defund the police. And these liberals want to defund the police and they get into office and they get the speaker. And what's one of the first things they want to do? Half of them want to defund the Pentagon. They want right. They want to defund the Pentagon. I. They were elected not to defund the military or defund the police. And now they're having a fight amongst themselves because they want to defund the military. It makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, well, there's the thing. And this is the thing that 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 really none of us know. Uh, you know, they talk about, well, we have so many of our battleships are, um, you know, not up to speed. Well, that's OK. But. You know, we've got like 10 times more battleships than the you know closest competitor. You know, I mean, what, uh, you know, I mean, it's like saying, well, we don't, we don't have, we, we have, we've got, uh, you know, too many airplanes that can't fly. Yeah, but you've still got a gazillion <clears throat> more, you know. Well, but and, that's the argument. That's the argument they make with the police, right? Do you really need uh, the, 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 you know, the, the tank busters with the police? And do you really need all these? you know, uh, riot gear police, right? That's the argument they make with the police. Yeah. Now they're making it with the military. And quite frankly, a lot of the ultra, ultra liberals, the AOCs of the world and the Cory Bushes of the world and the whatever that woman's name is up in Minnesota, they're all in favor of defunding the Pentagon. So now you got the right wing wackos and the left wing wackos wanting to defund the, uh, the Pentagon. I'll tell you one thing. When the right wing wackos and the left wing wackos agree, I don't agree. <laughs> you're 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 a center wacko, huh? I'm a center wacko. Whole thing's nuts. So well, that, that's where I, I am on that. I mean, I wish I knew what the right number is. How many how many battleships do we need? How many airplanes do we need? How many how many atomic weapons do we need? I mean, how many you know what what is the right number? Uh, do you, do you, nobody knows. No, no, no. I I don't either. But you know. They want to stop funding Ukraine and they want to defund the Pentagon. I, I, two very bad mistakes, in my opinion. Um, but anyway, that's that's my shakes on the first week in in Washington, D.C. We'll see how it all turns out. But again, this all you know, they're all worried about the, um, you know, raising the uh, uh, the debt ceiling. If they don't have the majority of the majority rule, oh, excuse me, or the Hassert rule, they can get Democrats on board with that and pass it and not be a problem. So. I I don't know. They're talking. I I don't. I don't even know if anybody knows really what's going on. I'm not sure they know what they what's going on. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do know this. Don Bacon, uh, our congressman here, 
uh, Don Bacon, um, who is a uh, uh, you know a, a moderate Republican, he's he's worked across the aisle. Oh, he's a and, rhino, in other words. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know that he was uh, not pleased with the way things all played out with the concessions that um, uh, they made to the far right. Uh, I know he was not too uh, too pleased with that. He went so far as to call some of those uh, far right members uh, the Taliban. Uh, yeah, so, I saw that the Taliban twenty or the Taliban yeah, nineteen or something. You know, and so uh, that's the thing. I mean, the, the, I really wish that instead of going and, and sucking up to the far right, that they would have gone and said, you know what, all we need are a handful of Democrats, uh, you know, to to vote for uh, the, the speaker, and we can get this over with, and then and, and maybe have some semblance of sanity in D.C. But no, they went after the far right, and now it's just going to be more, more of the same, and and so, something won't get passed because you're right. It's got to get past the Senate and the White House. You know, it's just it's ludicrous. So here's my two cents on uh, on the Biden secret documents. Yeah, it's it's comical watching the left report on the documents and then twist themselves into knots to talk about how it's not the same. It's just not the same, right? They 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 just we we know half the story, right? We don't know what the documents are. We don't know how long they were out there. We don't know, you know, how we got them, what happened, but we know it's just not the same. It's not just the same, right? And they go into chapter and verse. And the the right says, "Oh my goodness, you know, why don't you go after Joe Biden?" right? They they're just they don't care about the facts. All they want to do is defend their guy and throw mud on the other guy on a very similar story. You're you're a nuanced person. You understand that, okay, yeah, there are nuances of the story. There are differences in the story. But the fact is, the vice president of the United States had top secret documents outside of where he should have. Yeah. Why, why does this keep happening? Why does Sandy Berger stuff him down his pants? Why does David Petraeus give him to his girlfriend? Why did Donald Trump take him as a as a trophy. Why why does why does Joe Biden have them? Why does this keep happening? I think part of it is ego in some respect. I mean, you know, it's like, hey, look what I got. I mean, you know, when you're uh, showing them to your girlfriend, it's like, hey, guess I know something you don't know. You know, I mean, so I think part of it is maybe just that sort of a mentality. Um uh but I think in Biden's case it was more just sloppiness. Sloppiness and and, and not at least from the reports that we've had so far is that yeah, they didn't even know they were there. Uh, when they found them, they said, "Oh, here we've we've had these now for what uh, six years? Had these now uh, for six years in a closet in Pennsylvania." Oops, sorry. And that's the other thing. How who's supposed to be keeping track of these secret uh, documents in the first place? Wasn't there somebody in the Pentagon, somebody in the CIA, somebody in the National Archives who said, "Wait a minute, um, we're supposed to have ten copies of this uh, top secret document. We've only got nine. Uh, did Biden return his copy?" I mean, here's, how here's is there not any know. sort of checks and balances on that? You here's have an overdue library card, overdue library book, and boy, they'll find you on that. But top secret documents? Uh, here's what I want to know. So on November 2nd, Biden's lawyers find the documents, okay? November 3rd, they call the National Archives and say, oh my goodness, we found these documents. Here they are. We don't find out as a public until January 9th. There was an election a week away. Why did we find out in January and not a week before the election? 
Ooh, I don't know. Jeez, what could what could that possibly be? I have right? no idea. I mean, that's bogus. That's bogus. I agree. Right? That's totally bogus. Um, so I mean, it, it's it's look the whole the whole thing is nuts. I also say this: this makes it almost impossible for Merrick Garland to indict Donald Trump. I, I just I know the stories are different. I know Donald Trump hid them. I know. I know they, he lied and tried to keep him and hide him and all that type of stuff. But the fact is, it's going to be really hard for Merrick Garland to indict one former president while not while the other president doing the exact same thing. Uh, well, first of all, it's not, not the exact the, same thing. Not the it's exact, not same, the exact thing. same thing. And, then, and but that's when you're the explaining, wait, 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 wait. When you're explaining, you're losing. Talk. <laughs> uh, I don't like the, this. I like when I talk. It's not, I know you like when you talk. Uh, it's not the exact same thing. And that's that's the issue. It'd be like a highway patrolman saying, uh, pulling over a drunk driver and saying, oh, I'm going to let you go with a warning because I let that speeder go off with a warning. Yeah, both are infractions of uh, traffic violations, right? They're both traffic violations, but drunk driving is a much more serious crime than somebody going 10 miles over the speed limit. And 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 this was the same sort of a thing. Yeah, I mean, what Biden did is wrong. And if there needs to be a punishment in that uh, of some sort for violating the uh, Presidential Records Act, then yeah, then 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 punish him. But it's not the same thing as refusing to turn over the documents, saying those documents are yours, uh, flushing documents down the toilet. It's not the same thing as what Donald Trump has done. And that, to me, is the issue here. Where you don't look at the you don't look at the actual acts. It's all about the personality, you know. And and, and I, it, it blows my mind of you know good intelligent people that will just go along because it's their guy, uh, as opposed to uh, you know going after him because you know, know. That, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I'm I know. But when you're but 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 when you're explaining in politics, you're losing. So you're like, look, it's not the same because Donald Trump, it, you're losing, right? To the to the regular person, they both had uh, documents. And it also gives Trump's people an argument. It gives them an argument. And so you, Merrick Garland, the president of the United States and the former president, they have different rules than the rest of us. They shouldn't, but they do. And it's going to be awful hard to indict a president Um on the same thing for taking top secret documents that the other guy was just busted for, which also brings me up to uh, the whole pardon idea of this. I know people laugh at this, but this is going to be six years of this Donald Trump thing going on. At some point, we got to move past it. Um, well, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know that the Trump Trumpers will ever let us go past it. Trump oh, the, still... Look, the Bideners, the Bideners don't don't live in reality either. The 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 ultra libs and the people who 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 can't, you know, give Trump credit for the things he did or, you know, they're just look, I, I am at the point where the the um the, there's there. It's, it's like the Republicans, the, the left wing wackos and the right wing wackos. They both want to defund the Pentagon. And they're both arguing with with each other while agreeing with each other. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I'm at a family dinner. <laughs> Speaking of your family, how's your cousin doing? Uh, for those that don't know, McGraw's cousin, uh, it was the uh, ghostwriter of the uh, book everybody's talking about, Prince Harry's book. Uh, what's that called? Um, 
Spare. Is that what it is? Spare. Spare. Okay. Yeah. What? What's the number? It's the number one. It's the number one selling nonfiction book, the fastest selling nonfiction book in the history of publishing. Um, why is it called spare? Because the bro, because it's because he's not the heir, he's the spare. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, clearly, and, clearly, you're not a royal watcher. And not really, no, not really. But just through osmosis, you get all this stuff. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, you know, he's doing all the talk shows, 60 Minutes, and everything. Uh, so just by osmosis, you get this, this stuff. But now I know that as I asked, I asked uh, you if we could get your cousin on the uh, podcast because yeah. it'd be fascinating talking to Jr. Jr. Moringer, Pulitzer Prize winning author, just a, a nice, nice guy, good guy, and uh, written some great books. Um, and you said he didn't even want his name on this book, right? He just wanted to be a ghostwriter, but it, his name is on the book. Well, I don't know. Look, his name wasn't on Agassi. His name wasn't on. Um... Uh, his name wasn't on Shoe Dog when he he wrote the book for um, Phil Knight of uh, Nike. I don't know how it all works, but apparently, for whatever reason, his name's on this book. I don't know how it all happens, but yeah, uh, it it is what it is. I'll tell you this though: last night I got a call from a UK reporter wanting me to comment on the book. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Have you read the book yet? No, I haven't read the book. Um, and I was I was like, what what really you're going to the body, you're talking to the author's relatives. And I said, look, I, and then I was like, well, if I say anything, right, um, it'll be twisted and turned into something. Right. So I'm like, oh, great. So and I couldn't say no comment because then all of a sudden, you know, cousin says no comment. Um, so I just I was like, look, I, I there's nothing I can add to this conversation. He's my cousin. He wrote a book. What do you want me to say? I mean, I just so I just politely declined, which, as you know, pained me to no end. I just say that had it killed you. That had it killed you because <laughs> you you would have loved to have been quoted in the Globe or the British press or whoever that was. You know? I'm an egomaniac. I'm, a, I'm an egomaniac. I'm proud of it. You would have um, loved to have been part of this whole royal story. I, that shows I you, you how much that shows you how much I really love my cousin for me not wow. to comment on that a had worldwide hurt. story. Um, that had but, it was, hurt. but I was and then so she started talking to me more and I'm like, yeah, no, I, I get it. You're trying to, you know, butter me up and, you know, you're trying to keep me on the phone for as long as possible. I said, but really, I said, I said, that's very nice of you. Thank you very much. I said, we're all very proud of his success. I'm like, I, there's just not there's really nothing I can say to to advance whatever story you're talking about. I don't really care about the prince. I wish him well. He ain't my prince. Um, I wish him well. I, you know, I wish my cousin well. You know, I, he's a great writer. Um, I said, you know, I, what, what, what could I possibly say that of of any interest for your story? So she hung up, and it's unbelievable. It's just nuts. I mean, it's I, it's going. You know, knowing the British, knowing the British press, I had to do a Google search and see. You know, uh, relatives of a book author, relatives of the author have all circled the wagons and shut down. Yeah, 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 yeah. No comments from the, from, from the palace or the ghostwriter's own family. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, yeah. You know, here's here's the other thing that's, uh, so we had a, ABC News offered us a, a royal watcher today from, from Great Britain talking about the hysteria over there. And I said to her, I asked her the question, I said, with all due, she was complaining about that there are many complaints over this book that Prince Harry has shared too much there's just too much out there and that he is he is divulging secrets to the family. And this is unacceptable. And 
the British public are saying, please, you know, stop sharing so much. You're oversharing. To which I asked the question, I said, with all due respect to our cousins on the other side of the pond, the boy's mother was killed because of the insatiable appetite of the British people to get every morsel of information from the family. I said, so she died because their unsatiable appetite for the paparazzi. And so now he writes a book and he tells you, hey, I had to shop at TJ Maxx because my dad didn't give me a clothing allowance for my everyday clothes. So I had no choice but to shop at TJ Maxx. And you people are now saying he's oversharing. Which is it? Do you want him to share too much or do you not want to know anything? They don't want the dirt. Did. They want they want they want to believe the fa- the fantasy, the fairy tale. No, but they wanted the dirt with 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 Princess Diana. They wanted to know who she was sleeping with, who her boyfriend was, the royal problems, right? You you had Martin Brashear lie to her and say, "I've got the goods on you. You have to sit down for an interview." They tricked her into lying, or, or, or they lied to her and tricked her into sitting down for that interview. So they and they 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 eat it up, and so now the guy's talking about frostbite on his South Pole. And he's talking about, uh, you know, laxatives that he used. And uh, all of a sudden, people are like, you're sharing too much. Well, this is what they want. Okay. All right. I'm going to ask you a question, and I'm afraid of the answer you're going to give me. Yes. Am I a hypocrite? Because, because, yeah, because I, I and I realize this about myself. I do say, why does anybody give a rat's ass about the royals? And then we talked about it for the last 10, 15 minutes. You know, I mean, so so evidently there's still even even those of us that say we don't care about the royals have some interest in the royals. Is that so? Is that a, if, if you call yourself no, a no, hypocrite, no, no, you you're not a hypocrite. hypocrite. You're really a hypocrite. No, there are there are things like if you don't like to watch the TV show Mad Men and there are people in the office talking about Mad Men, you walk away and start working again right but this this conversation is so universal and it's so everywhere um it's it's you can't escape it and so i'm with you i really don't care but you but it's it's everywhere so everybody has a comment on it and everyone's talking about it so you as you said through osmosis you pick up bits and pieces and so you throw in your own two cents even though you don't care you you throw in your own two cents I will say this: I don't want to work with anybody that doesn't like Mad Men. Okay, I don't. You know, if they're if I, I can't imagine anybody not liking that show. I'm just saying there are shows where you have two people who are watching a show, right? Or you know, Game of yeah. Thrones. I, I didn't watch Game of Thrones. I'm not offended by, it, but I don't spend 20 minutes talking about it because I I don't know anything about Game of Thrones. But I at least know a little bit enough about this to to say, oh wait a minute, what did he do? He shopped at TJ Maxx. I mean, you can't, it's, it's everywhere. Plus I know, and I'm with you, I don't care, but in some ways, you know, here is an immigrant came to the country in search of a better life, even though he came from a Royal family, right? It's like the movie coming to America with um, Arsenio Hall and, and um, Eddie Murphy. So what you're saying is that your cousin is like Mark Twain writing the Prince and the Pauper. No, he is. I use that <laughs> reference day. He's like Louis Anderson. He's the short order cook in the in the restaurant in Coming to America. So I'll also tell you this. The other day, so it was whatever day it was. It was, you know, every you, you couldn't change a channel. and Everyone's talking about it. And I'm like, I'm tired of listening to this. 
So I switched the channel and I started watching Seinfeld. And it was the episode where uh, Peterman wants to write a book and hires Elaine to write his memoirs. And the, the, the stories are so boring that they pay Kramer's, right, for, for Kramer's stories. And I just got the biggest giggle that, you know, th this was my cousin, you know, buying stories because Prince Harry's life was so boring that he was buying stories from Kramer. <laughs> and they turned it into a coffee table book. And they turned it into a coffee table book. Yeah, no, it was just, and oh, he was wearing pants. Isn't that interesting? And he fell in the mud. That is really interesting. Um, <laughs> it's so bizarre. But I mean, it's... It, you can't escape it. He's just, he's everywhere. And it's, we all live through Princess Diana, right? And to hear him talk about being a 12 year old and them not even giving him, offering him any therapy, right? It's insane. And how they don't care about the press, but they read the tabloids every day and they're zoo animals. And he escaped from, I've said this from day one, they're zoo animals and he escaped from the zoo and now he's running wild with these other wild animals, and yet he doesn't have the mechanisms or the skills to cope in the world no, you're, you know, you're outside the zoo. He, he escaped the zoo to join the circus. Okay, oh, he's, not run, he's not running wild. He's not running wild in the field. No, he escaped the zoo, and now he's joined the circus. Because, you know, you can't, you can't have all these deals with uh, Netflix and, you know, the... Um, the deals with uh, you know uh, the book and everything else, and then just expect to uh, just say, oh no no, I'm just I just want to be left alone. No no, he, he, they they escape the zoo to join the circus. Uh yeah, but, well I mean he was a zoo animal, right? They're they're there for, and it, it's kind of interesting to learn that he's a prince, but his father didn't give him any money for clothing, only for um you know official duties at, at the palace, so he didn't have any money. So he had to go to TJ Maxx to buy clothes off the rack because he didn't have any money. That's kind of interesting. Also interesting, they have TJ Maxx in uh, England. Also, did you see where he got frostbite on his um, on his royal member? Did you see that? I uh, know. I, I must have missed that story. So apparently, apparently he was in he was up in the North Pole on some assignment, and he was outside working, and his extremities, his hands, and his feet um, were okay. But he got frostbite on his shall we say tallywhacker, right? And this this was the story that and and he then rubbed Elizabeth Arden cream on his genitals and it didn't do any good. And the reason why he did that was because his mother used Elizabeth Arden cream on her face, which therapists would have a field day with this. Right. So he's telling that this is the story. So apparently I finally read the excerpt and the line is <clears throat> in the book. He writes that he was in the North Pole. And his South Pole had a problem. <laughs> and that's the stuff your cousin got paid a lot of money to write. That's a great line. That's uh, just a great uh, line. That's a great uh, line. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I do not need to be hearing about Prince Harry's crown jewels. So anyway. Are you going to read the book? No. No. no I, I am. Well, yeah. I mean, you sort of have to because, you know, it's, you know, family and all that stuff, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't have to. I mean, if I didn't read your book. <laughs> but then again nobody read your book so see what it did there what? Yeah, no, what? Well, that was that was rather hurtful yeah well truth hurts that was rather right. hurtful I gotta go I got a meeting I gotta go to oh you got something more important than this oddly enough yes 
Well, uh, by the way, we, we should give a shout out to the people who are listening. We we got some numbers. We got some pretty good numbers listening to this podcast. No, so we, we do. A, we we do, and and, yeah. and it's been pretty much word of mouth because we haven't done much to really promote this outside of here. Yeah, it's been word of mouth, so it's it's spreading. So uh, we do appreciate you uh, telling people, hey, you know, check out check out these these two old friends just bullshitting about whatever they want to bullshit about, and. Uh, and uh, you know, thanks for thanks for listening. You know? Yeah, thanks for listening. And we're just saying. All right, I got a meeting. I got to bail. I'll talk to you in time. Uh, all right, later, man. Bye. Bye, bye. A Huda Media Production.